Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So my predecessor did in his first year. So as I predicted, Joe Biden, and never mind, he was late. Joe Biden wants you to know that he's doing a great job that Republicans will only raise your taxes, and the only reason we have inflation is because of Vladimir Putin. That's, I swear to you, I mean, called called my shot like I am babe freaking Ruth, but I got to admit, it's not like it took much work, right? You knew this was coming, as I did. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, what is going on? 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. That is the number. Now, he started talking a few minutes ago. And let me tell you, the, they, they, they could not have messed up this audio. Oh, it was just, just a hot mess coming from, uh, from, from everybody over there. But I, I have it, and I'm going to bring it to you. But first, I'll, let's catch up with Joe Biden as he's talking about inflation. But Because I, I, I want everyone to hear it. It's so important to hear how he's trying to craft this. Like he's done this great work for the economy. He sounds tired. He looks tired. He looks he looks old. Listen, my, my, my father looks old, but I don't ask him to be president of the United States. This is just a gaslighting, as I've described it, of America right here. Like, under the Republican plan, they'd be allowed to continue to sit on this land without producing while shipping record profits back to their investors. The fact is, the average cost of a barrel of oil has been steady for weeks. So, uh, so why do gas prices keep going up so high? Republicans have offered plenty of blame, but not a single solution to actually bring down the energy prices. You know, we have no plan. They have no plan to bring down energy prices today. No plan to get us to a cleaner energy independent future tomorrow. So in the future, American families are no longer subject to the winds and of dictators halfway around the world. The next thing is let's compare our plans when it comes to lowering everyday cost. My plan is to make concrete, concrete, common sense steps to bring down the biggest expenses that families are facing. Let's take drug prices. My plan will let Medicare negotiate prices for prescription drugs like they do with the uh, with, with with the Department of uh, uh, with the military as it relates to what the administration is able to negotiate for prices for military. The cap, and I I also call for a cap on the price of insulin, which 200 million, excuse me, beg your pardon, 200,000 American children rely on because they have type 2 diabetes at $35 a month. Costs 10 bucks to make the insulin. They make a significant profit instead of the average price of about $640 a month. You got to love how he starts with a full-on attack. I mean, he, he started a few minutes ago. But of course he gets to the attack. You see, the problem, the reason that we have uh, this inflation, well, you see, that's because, that's because of all these greedy companies. I'm a capitalist, he keeps saying. I'm a capitalist. The attacks are never-ending. By the way, producer Ari was in my ear. He's like, 
Dude, he sounds rough. Yeah, he does. It's like, honestly, if you stuck me up there, I'd probably sound about the same. And I'm also not the president of the United States. Like, he just has to sound like he knows what he's talking about. Like, it's, it's tough to watch. It, I, I was, are you watching it as well? Are you, are you there? Yeah, White House like it, oh. just, it doesn't look good. Like, I, oh. I feel bad. I, I really no, he's, do. He's half asleep. It's, it's, it's nuts. But the blame game off the bat. Look, if, if you follow me on Rumble, uh, I, I had it there before anything else. This was going to be a gaslighting of America. And sure enough, we hit it right on the money. The, it's, it's the greedy oil company. It's the greedy pharma companies. Remember, just a year and a half ago, Big Pharma saved us all from COVID. Now they're back to being enemy number one. Republicans don't have a plan. What do you... Your, your, your idea is Republicans are going to raise taxes. That's an odd, odd idea. Uh, and then that's the reason to say that's why my plan is better. What if your plan also sucks? But we should think of it as just a little bit larger. Does anybody trust this man when it comes to the economy to begin with? And the answer is no. The average price for gas across the country is $4.37 a gallon. And parents can't find formula to feed their kids. Baby formula. Massive shortage. This has to do with Abbott Laboratories engaging in a big recall. This has to do with supply chain issues. If you can't feed your kids and you can't put gas in your car to be able to get to find where the food is, no one cares that you want to blame Republicans. You sound like a petty, petty, wait for it, old man. Now, you can call me guilty of ageism all you choose. That's how he sounds. That's what this is in America to give them just a little bit of breathing room. Now, what's the congressional Republican plan? They don't want to solve inflation by lowering your costs. They want to solve it by raising your taxes and lowering your income. I happen to think it's a good thing when American families have a little more money in their pockets at the end of the month. But the Republicans in Congress don't seem to think so. Their plan has actually made working families, is going to make working families poorer. You don't have to take my word for it. It's in writing. They've made their intentions perfectly clear. Senator Rick Scott, Wisconsin, a member of the Senate Republican leadership, laid it all out in a plan. It's the ultra-MAGA agenda. Their plan is to raise taxes on 75 million American families, over 95% of whom make less than $100,000 a year, total income. The average tax increase would be about $1,500 per family. They've got it backwards in my view. The ultra MAGA plan. I swear to you, I have no idea what that is. I heard that for the first time yesterday. Jen Psaki was talking about it. The ultra, people who are ultra MAGA. I'm like, what in the world is ultra MAGA? What do you intend to do, sir? Delta's already on probation. They are? Yes, sir. Oh. Then as of this moment, they're on double secret probation. I'm not sure what Ultra MAGA is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to think about that. But does this guy sound like a uniter? Does this guy sound like he's working for all Americans to you? All Americans are dealing with inflation, Republicans and Democrats. All Americans are dealing with the shortage of, for, of baby formula, Republicans and Democrats. 
All Americans deal with gas prices on average at $4.37 a gallon. All Americans. He wants to blame this on Republicans. Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. What are we doing here? You want to blame this all on Ukraine? Hey, who was the guy who couldn't deter Russia from the invasion to begin with? Hey, Joe, I see you there. Turns out uh, Putin is a little tougher than corn pop. Reasonable profits. But in this moment of peril, with the war overseas and inflation surging around the world, the last thing we should be thinking about is rewarding companies for exploiting the situation. While families struggle to pay their bills, some corporate, corporate executives are on earnings calls with investors on Wall Street cheering their record profits and explain how they're using this period of inflation to cover the rise in prices far beyond what they need to do to cover their costs. You understand that he hates you, right? Because the progressive mindset hates you. And if you want to know who the you is, the answer is yes. You who might disagree with them politically, you who didn't vote for them, and you who might agree with them politically. Because the answer is always you have too much and you need to give more. If you want to argue that a company is profiting, I will tell you, yeah, that's what they do. And their shareholders are happy about that. Although I will admit, after the last couple of days in the market, there is not a happy shareholder out there. The Dow had a 500 point gain before we got to air. Right now, well, I shouldn't say right now, but they are uh, down as much as 200. There has been a near 700 point swing and who knows where it's going to end. As the sell-off continues, and yet there's Biden trying to brag about what a great job he's done for this economy. America has a litany of problems, and I and I want to share with you how how he started when talking about inflation. I'm going to get to that. They have a president who hates the people. They have a president who is disconnected from the needs of the people. They have a president who is a divider and not a uniter. And most importantly. They have no faith in the president of the United States at all. None. He comes across old and weak and feeble and angry. And if you want to say to me, well, that's just people being uh, petty, I'll explain to you there's a reason John Kennedy beat Richard Nixon. There is a reason Ronald Reagan beat Gorbachev. It matters. And Joe Biden doesn't pass the test. I've got more on Biden talking about the economy and the problems we are all going to face well into 2023. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. We should take a walk someday. Dream about what we could have been. But I, I need to get 60 votes no to be able to even pass it. Number one. Number two, uh, I think that... Uh, um, you know, it's they're, they're not focused. They're just, all they're focused on, understandably, is the problem they're facing. They get a five and a half percent raise, an average raise in their salaries, and yet inflation exceeds that. He's just a mess. Holy crap, this speech is awful. And I'm going to share with you the first part of it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 
He Biden talking about inflation and how they're going to tackle inflation. Holy cow, he comes off terrible. And he's divisive, he's angry, he's bitter. It's the Republicans' fault when they have all the control. I needed you to hear it. You had to hear it. Because once you hear it, you, you can't even believe. He, it's as if inflation doesn't affect all of us equally. It affects progressives and liberals and Democrats and moderates and independents as well as conservatives and Republicans and libertarians. So why doesn't he address the subject that way? Republicans are keeping inflation up is an ignorant point of view, but it is a political point of view. Here's how he started. The strongest job creation economy in modern times. In addition, 8.3 million jobs in my first 15 months in office at a record unemployment rates were down to 3.6%. The fastest decline in unemployment to, uh, to start a presidential term you know, ever recorded. And just like that, you knew he was going to lie. It's why, go ahead, go ahead, go to Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Tony Katz and subscribe. And, 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 what, and what does it say? Go ahead, producer Ari. Go on. Go on. Tell the people. Go to rumble.com slash Tony Katz and, and go to uh, the morning rumble. And, and what is the headline? Go on. Biden, on producer Biden is going to gas. <laughs> He's going to gaslight people. You did say this. I did say it. That's pretty impressive. Biden is about to gaslight America. I previewed the speech two hours before he gave it, and that's what he's... Holy crap. I actually said he was going to say this. He's just... He is misery, man. Misery. And lying through his teeth. He didn't create more jobs. People going back to work... dare you 833 got tony explain how he created jobs people going back to work is not job creation it's just not job creation i like job creation i want job creation job creation is good this is not job creation and uh, in addition americans uh, have applied to start uh, 3.5.4 million new small businesses last year 20 percent more than any other year on record and I see, uh, and as I see it, everything, everything the, across the country is, as I go across the country, our economy has gone from being on the mend to on the move. But for every worker I met who's gained a little bit of breathing room to seek out a better paying job, for every entrepreneur who's gained the confidence to pursue their small business dreams, I know the families all across America are hurting because of inflation. I understand what it feels like. I come from a family where when the, when the price of gas or food went up, we felt it. It was a discussion at the kitchen table. I, went, uh, I want every American to know that I'm taking inflation uh, very seriously, and it's my top domestic priority. And I'm here today to talk about s- solutions, and there's going to be more we're going to have to talk about as well. But first, I want us to be crystal clear about the problem. There are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once in a century pandemic. Not only did it shut down our global economy, it threw the supply chains and demand completely out of whack, especially in countries where more effective recoveries uh, uh, weren't available. 
especially in those sectors that rely on semiconductors. These supply challenges have been further uh, hampered uh, by uh, the onset of Delta and Omicron viruses. And you've all seen it. You've all felt it. And this year we have a second cause, a second cause, Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. Called it. Thank you. Can I take a victory lap? You're all coming with me because you all called it too. You know what? Drinks for everybody. Uh, Ari, get behind the bar. We're going to need some margaritas and maybe, maybe, maybe a slow gin fizz for a couple folks. Of course we called it. We knew he was going to say it. We knew he was going to blame the hashtag Putin price hike. We knew it was coming. It was just wait for it. Wait for it. Hold. Right? I forget what movie that's from. Hold. You knew he was going to do it. You knew it was going to happen. No, Nothing about his policies. Nothing about his theories or philosophies. Nothing about a lack of being energy secure. Nothing about more construction or, or I should say manufacturing happening right here in the United States. I love it when they talk about those low-paying jobs. Oh, those low-paying, we need more high-paying jobs. Those manufacturing jobs, first of all, pay fine. And secondly, they matter greatly because not everybody can code or wants to code. So let's show some respect for some people. Where has the Biden administration been in bringing back those manufacturing jobs to America that would allow us to prosper and not have to worry about what was going on in China or other places? I'm happy to see more chip manufacturing happening in the United States. I'm happy to see that start happening. Now we've got a million other industries. But blaming this on Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine, how about this? If you had actually been able to engage in some type of actual deterrence, maybe we wouldn't have this problem to begin with. But you so horrifically got out of Afghanistan and left Americans to die that no one believed you would be tough enough to hold someone like Vladimir Putin to the fire. So you know what he did? He invaded. And I love how uh, it's uh, it's Nicole Wallace. <laughs> Nicole Wallace is a is a is a sad sad creature. She says, "Well, the reason for the invasion, as we all know, she's on MSNBC. The reason for the invasion is January sixth. Biden. I mean, that's why Putin invaded Ukraine." Man, that's special stuff. Special stuff. I've got more. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today. All right, my stock people. What do you do at this moment? Honestly, bye. You take a <laughs> now. That's right. That's the correct uh, analysis, there, producer Ari. I'm not saying no. When there's blood, it was somebody uh, tweeted this yesterday. It's 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 true. When there's blood in the streets, even if it's your own, that's when you buy. I like that quote. That's from Baron Rothschild. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on? Eight three three. Got Tony. Eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. Um, this is nuts. 
Now, producer, all right, you do more in investing than, than, than I do. The only way to describe this accurately is bloodbath. Yeah, bloodbath. no, it's, it's, it's just my dad's a way better investor than I am, and he was saying this is the – this is the worst he's seen in a while in terms of just price droppage at a really fast rate. Yes. So the Dow is now down over 300. So we have an 800-point swing today because when the market started, it was up five. And it's so funny. I was talking to a couple people yesterday. I was talking to one of the people who helps me yesterday. Well, this is the time to 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 put in, right? This is the time to do uh, so so some buying, and they all said, literally, all of them. They don't know each other. They're they're disconnected parties. Uh, they all said, "Why don't you give it a couple days?" Even the even the person who who works with me and 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 helping me, why don't we give it a couple days? Why well, yeah, we, it is going to get worse what, before it gets better. Why don't we see what happens? But see, that's. That, to me, is where it all falls apart. It's why I've never been able to get a good grasp on the situation, because that is a speculative statement. You have absolutely no idea that it's going to get worse before it gets better. How could it not have already been worse with with the absolute disaster on Friday and the absolute disaster on Monday? And here we are on Tuesday and absolute freaking disaster. Just people I've talked to have also said, like, it's going to get worse by like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then next week it'll be really good. But I'm also a guy that doesn't want to take the risk and wait. So I buy now when it's low, not its lowest, and then I'll take the rewards. Not the hugest rewards I could get, but again, if you're if you're, you know, feeling good at the craps table, then sure, wait a couple of days. Right. Right, but you're so I will not share with you. So I I have often said, do not. There should be a disclaimer on this show. Do not take stock advice from Tony Katz ever. But producer Ari is in my ear. He's like, you should you should get this. Get do this. Do this. And I'm like, the only reason I'm amazed to hear you say that is that I had somebody else saying to me yesterday to get the same exact thing. I told I you, like, I'm not an idiot. What? What? I mean, well. about this, I'm not an idiot. About everything else. <laughs> Man, I you know I often talk about the the real difference between uh, Wall Street and Midwest Main Street, and there is a, a real difference. It's it, you, you can't deny the fact that um, you, we we have a uh, a divide there that what Wall Street uh, deals with and does, even when they're doing well, doesn't necessarily affect. Main Street, because Midwest Main Street is suffering with these supply chain issues. They're suffering with not being able to build uh, businesses. They're suffering with a lack of of people uh, and and competent people to get work done. It's it's a real gigantic issue. But at moments like these, it, it, it's it's like if if I said to you, "Hey, you know what you should do right now? You should really go take a look at your four hundred one k." No, God, please, no, 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 no. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. You look at your 401k right now, you will freak. You will lose your mind. I I, I made the mistake of looking uh, yesterday. And it was, um, it was, um, OMG, are you kidding me right now? It was, um. It's f- bad! 
embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it, it, it was not pleasant. You do to the say lu- the yeah. you have the, the luxury of waiting though, which is I feel bad for like the people who are about to retire. Like those are the people who I'm like, damn, like you got screwed. Well, yeah, but the the whole thing is the crapshoot. Whoever said this idea that somehow, oh, it's guaranteed, nothing's guaranteed, Boo Bear? Well, if you have a 401k, for example, I'm 30. My 401k, I can't touch it. Like, if I did, it would be a colossal mistake. So I have luxury of saying, well, it sucks right now, but by the time I retire in 30 years, it'll be better. Yeah. Yes, it, it, it will be better. I hope in, in in a couple years. Yes, I the, you've 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 got time, and and so and so do I. You know, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying no. I am saying that I absolutely positively have time. It's just oh, it's horrifying it, to look at. Yeah, it's absolutely absolutely horrifying to look at. So I'm curious as to what uh, uh, people are are doing and and how uh, they they see going going about things. That's that's my that's what I'm uh, curious about. Where are people right now? What do they do uh, in 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 this situation? Um, do they uh, see themselves as uh, uh, a great time to buy and and they're going for it, or do they uh, see this as uh, um, my gosh, it's 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 the end of days? Is there anything specific they're looking at me? I want to know. I'm curious about about what they're doing. I'm curious about what I can learn, how they see uh, the the opportunity in, in, in front of them. So let me know what it is uh, you're investing in at this moment. Now, uh, there was a story about uh, Susan Rice. Now, Susan Rice is, uh, is with um, the Biden team. She was with the Obama team and that she's got COVID. The part that I am curious about the part that I'm questioning is that she also spent a lot of time with Joe Biden. They have had FaceTime as opposed to uh, Kamala Harris, who has no FaceTime with the president. <laughs> she does have FaceTime with the president. If Joe Biden had COVID, would anybody tell us? I'm not. That's not me being conspiratorial. I'm. I'm. I'm that, it's, that's a real curiosity of mine. Would anybody tell us if uh, if, if he did? Because it seems. I mean, there have been a lot of people, a lot of people within the the Biden orbit who have had COVID. And yes, we are hearing about some increased cases. In Indianapolis, there's a school that has decided uh, because of an increase in cases, they're, they're going to bring back masks for, for, for the children. Why? What's your, what's your argument? That masks ever worked? Haven't your kids suffered enough? Nope. Have not suffered enough. And part of that, part of that 
is is the realization that anytime they have a chance to engage fear with you, they will do it. And it makes it very difficult to trust people. I'll tell you a story uh, regarding Vladimir Putin, who was out there in Red Square chatting it up with the folk. He's given this big speech on what's called Victory Day. And on Victory Day, he's calling the Ukrainians Nazis and and uh, insisting that Kiev was planning to build nuclear weapons. Now, this is the story from the Washington Post. But certainly, there was a lot of talk about uh, the Ukrainians as Nazis. And I've heard people discussing this. Let me, again, go through the mathematics. Are there Nazis in Ukraine? Sure. Are there Nazis here in the United States? Sure. Do I spend a lot of time thinking about them? Admittedly, no. Is, U- is Ukraine some big Nazi stronghold and Vladimir Putin is actually the noble one trying to free the people from the Nazi threat? Of course not. That is not to say that Nazis aren't a threat. Fascists are a threat. Vladimir Putin is a threat. I should also say socialists are a threat. That would be more accurate. Fascism being the tool, but socialism being the, the underpinnings. Oh, uh, gone! Take me on. I, I'm I'm up for the fight, kids. I am I am ready for it. Let 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 let's go get uh, somebody's hurt on. I still favor. I still favor helping Ukraine deal with the threat. I still favor the idea that we should feed them arms. I don't trust Vladimir Putin in the slightest or in any way, shape, or form. And screaming that the Ukrainians are a bunch of Nazis doesn't do anything. Ukraine is not some kind of special place, magical place that everybody should try and emulate. You deal with the thing you deal with at the time. You try and see down the road, but you deal with your realities. That's the right thing to do. Ukraine is somehow these unbelievable good guys? No, 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 I'm not there. I don't think they're these unbelievable good guys. I don't believe that. I don't feel that at all or in any way. But you think I'm going to listen to Putin, refer to them as a bunch of Nazis, and now I'm all of a sudden I'm going to run and jump? Stop it. It's crazy. It's absolutely positively ridiculous. And I don't think people should, should buy in. Now, according to uh, some of the latest, Putin is planning for this to last for months, if not longer. Odessa has been hit by missile strikes. Right, uh, you you have um, more and more conversations of Russian forces backed by tanks engaging in storming do- operations uh, at the Azvestal plant that's in Mariupol. There are still people trapped in that plant, but it's very clear that two things have 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 proven themselves to be true. Putin has no plan of stopping, and as of this moment, no one in Russia has a plan of stopping Putin. This is what this is what we know. 
This is what we know. No plan whatsoever to stop Vladimir Putin. And that, that's a pretty big story. Now today, there are primaries going down. So we're going to see whether or not Trump's record stays intact. I think they were talking about the fact that in the primaries in Ohio and Indiana, he was 22 for 22. He got them all. Everybody that he uh, uh, endorsed won. Now in Ohio, I, I get it. The, 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 the Senate race, J.D. Vance, it, it could have very well put him over the top. I mentioned this on, I think it was on Newsmax and on News Nation I mentioned this. And let me make sure I say it to you as well. I don't think you would, I I wouldn't run away from a a Trump endorsement. I'd appreciate it. But Trump endorsements didn't put anybody in Indiana over the top. Let me say that again. And I'd love for somebody to disagree with me. If you could show me, man, I'm all ears. But when you think about it, who in the world was running in the state of Indiana, whether a congressional race or anything else, where you were like, you know what? You know what? I wasn't sure, but Trump did endorse them, so now it's doing it for me. Ah. I don't I don't see that. I don't see that one at all. Where his endorsement changed the landscape. But we should be clear that people who want to say, oh my gosh, you got endorsed by Trump, how dare you? Those people don't understand. Those people don't understand how important Trump still is to the game. And the, the vast majority of Americans, uh, I'd say not leftist Americans, are totally fine with Trump. They may not want him to run again, but that's different than whether or not they're opposed to him. They may get a little tired of his... Of his uh, you know, brashness, but they appreciate the fighter that he is. If you ask me, I want Trump in the fight. I don't want him to run. I want him in the fight. You want me to tell him so? I'll, I'll tell him so. Why, why would I not tell him so? I am not anti-Trump. I am 100% in favor of winning. And I think I could win better with DeSantis than I could with Trump. That's my take. If Trump's the nominee, I'll deal with that then. If DeSantis is the nominee, I'll deal with that as well. I don't think people run from, from, a, from a Trump uh, uh, endorsement. I, I, I don't. But you got to admit, it didn't play a factor in Indiana. It didn't. It might play a factor in West Virginia or Nebraska. We will find out. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Well, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Roe v. Wade and access to reproductive health care, including abortion, helped lead to increased labor force participation. 
That's one heck of a take, Janet Yellen. That's the Treasury Secretary. If if you force women to have babies, they can't be in the workforce paying taxes. So, so, so we favor killing the babies to have more of a workforce. Now, you could say to me that's not what she said. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, uh, Tony's got a pretty good brain. That is what she's saying. Because she's not discussing this as a unique and important decision between a woman and her doctor. She is saying it's good for the labor force if they get this baby out of there quick and get back to paying their taxes like a good little surf. That's what she said. Uh, you want to fight me on it? You, sure, but but the people who do, man, they're going to lose. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.